0: You're listening to Soul Crush, a podcast dedicated to embodied spirituality, sexuality, and stories that soothe and inspire the soul. Each episode we'll be interviewing and having conversations with different teachers, healers, artists, people who have really taken hold of the wounding that they've experienced in life as a human and have learned how to extract the juice of creativity and um, empowerment that is inside of it. Our wish is that you deeply receive the transmission of each episode, welcoming you into a greater alignment with your own soul's purpose and passion. Enjoy the episode and let us know if you have any questions. Okay, welcome. And I'm really excited today to introduce you to all of our friends here. Let me turn my prints off. I was just saying how seeing Prince perform when I was 22, I think, it was the one and only time I saw Prince perform um in you know this really big stadium. I think it was like Giant Stadium or something in New Jersey. And it reminded me that I wasn't straight. It was like after I, <laughs> I forgot for, for maybe my whole life, you know. It was like a very strong confirmation that like what I was doing at that time was not totally. It really wasn't working, you know. I was like uh, living a very straight life, and it was um, it was a wake up. Prince really shook me up. So. You are
1: so lucky. I wish I.
0: Prince, so he was still around I know that's been one of my dreams but it's um, definite proof of the transformative power of the arts you know oh for feel sure what's been hidden within you for so long so. I know that's the thing right like that's what uh, I feel like what I'm so excited to talk to you about today so it's perfect kind of I was like what should I put on and then it just kind of came up so yeah. yay yeah the power the the power of the performative arts and and how they really pull out, like you just said. So I'm going to just, is it okay if I just read your bio? Because I love just getting like a nice juicy download of who you are. I should have uh, edited it. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I'll just read some of it and then we could always, you know, get into it a little more if that's okay with you. Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. So let me pull it up. I love your website, Immortal Madness. Um, I was yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, Immortal Madness!" It's like it's so real. It's so it, good. Originally, raw
1: fish, like off of my Instagram handle, which is my initials. You know, um, yeah. I don't know. Instagram, I think, has an issue with the word raw. So I kept trying to upload my site, and it kept saying, "No, this isn't allowed." All. Anyway, so Immortal Madness was born. <laughs> wow yeah wild. i'm surprised i wasn't taken by some like video game i don't
0: know but yeah (laughs) (laughs) i thought this would be yeah taken okay so i'm gonna read just a little bit um of your poet uh, bio is that okay poetess okay so and um how do you say your last name heliger heiliger heiliger okay faith shakti heiliger is a metaphysical harlem-born performing poet With a voice present, alert, and awake to a fire that burns deep within, faith's speech is a force of nature, a constant dawn. I agree. (laughs) Discovering a love for reading and writing as a young girl, her passion blossomed over the years into an impulse, a necessity, and eventually a lifelong practice and pursuit. Her writing has been described as sensational, actively engaging body, mind, and spirit. A graduate from NYU's Gallatin School of Individualized Study, Faith focuses on self-work revealing in those questions emotions and situations that resonate deeply with those parts of us which we keep hidden. Her poetry seeks the divine in her earthliness, embracing the duality inherent to our humanity. Her poetry makes us come alive. I feel like that's such an accurate, I mean, uh, you know, from what I've gotten to know of you a little bit, um, it feels, it felt so good to, to read that. So I wanted to share it with everyone and yeah, maybe we can start, you know, the, one of the main connecting points that I I felt with you was um, in part, um, you know, this, this really um, powerful way that you really embody that kind of duality like what it says at the end there you know this duality of both being human and divine you know and and what that means and so um i'm curious just you know what 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 does that mean to you and and what is it what is it like for you to kind of be in this um be in this life as as a woman and as someone who's had some experience of what is divine i'm i'm assuming and a little bit from what i've talked to you before i know and also, be in this body that has all these limitations and you know this psyche that you know has all types of things you know I wanted to talk a little bit today just around the stigma of mental illness and and things like that as well, where you know we're kind of holding all these things at once um it feels like these days, so I'm curious what you what that experience has been like for you,
1: yeah, well, um, let's see as as you said. Uh, I discovered a love for reading and writing as a child, and writing really became a way for me to own my multiplicity. Um, <clears throat> like, I grew up going to private schools, which gave me access to the arts, a wonderful education, great friends. Um, <clears throat> and then I also had the ashram my parents um, both met inside the yoga ashram, and so that was another reality that I had. So there was who i was in school and who i was at home and then who i was at the ashram and reconciling those different selves like writing was the place for me to be able to do that um Mm -hmm. so for me like my writing is a way to explore all of the various facets of myself to explore my shadow to explore what i quote unquote deem to be my true nature which is not Mm -hmm. um and like in my life in my career, career life Uh, like working in hospitality and restaurants as office managers, like the face of a business, there is a fair aspect of performance within that, like having to put on a certain type of face and person in order to um, do your job successfully. And that's all well and good. And, And, you know, I love being able to adapt and assimilate and, you know, cater to different levels and needs. But writing was that one place where I felt, oh... I can really honor my voice and mm-hmm. be who I am without reservations or restraint or without accommodating to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so in many ways, writing was what helped me to sort of own that, that duality inherent um, to human nature, but also just like a, as a black woman, you know, you experience sort of a sense of otherness in your day-to-day life um, every day. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So uh, there's that sort of dual experience that's also going on, not just like this, you know, divine and the earthly, but also just like the experience of being different actually other from anyone else. Um, So in college, I did a lot of study on the split self, um, the mirror stage. Um, I was obsessed. It was a lot about healing and the arts as a healing tool, as a way to engage and to be present and within the moment, within your body. Um, I started taking performance and dance classes and that really helped to heal somewhat of the split between my mind and body because I was like a woman of words and I'm always up here and Mm. it gets so chaotic that I really needed something to root me as well. Um,
0: Mm.
1: So yeah, I guess my whole life has sort of been experiencing this you know an an innate duality to to our human experience like there can't be hate without love there is no fear without courage Mm. these things are inexorably tied so instead of like being like you need to choose one thing or like you know and um (laughs) some more like new agey and spiritual um rhetoric you hear like you know love is everything you know we're all one, and I believe that so truly, but we're also all individuals as well. And our individualist experience is something that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I talk about all of those things in my poetry and um, yeah. in my life in general. Um, if I could like stay in school all the time and talk about this kind of stuff, like that would be my jam. Yeah, um, I'm constantly in the process of learning and I'm still in the process of doing this, this self work, this inner work, but you know, it's so necessary like if we can't heal ourselves we can't heal others you know if we can't give love to ourselves we can't give love to others um it's just not possible because we're not honoring what's you know so close to us so
0: yeah um and we can't get out of our own way you know it's like i i know i it's like in those moments when we are overwhelmed and, and consumed inside of our own pain or our own suffering it really isn't possible. I mean, and we're all working on it, right? So it's like, we want to have a lot of compassion. And it's like, it's almost, you know, you can really see how it's impossible to relate. I mean, it really is. And it's like, I mean, it sounds like a big thing to say, I guess it's like, it's not, but it really is. It really becomes like so hard to make connections if we can't like, You know deal with our own shit (laughs) and and this this process like what you're speaking to i love um of and i was watching some of your um spoken word you know your videos and and things like that and i was just like ooh, like i just you know i love how much even just talking with you like how much you really um you know I, i you make me feel you know and and i think that i i always feel like really safe even if it feels a little tender or uncomfortable around people that really um help me to feel you know and and so i think so many of us and a lot of people that i work with it's like there can be an initial like discomfort but it's like inside of that discomfort is is the point of connection you know is the point of yeah. like authentic connection and i think that mm-hmm. like what you're saying it's so beautiful and and I just I love your your voice and and um and this connection between the mind and the body, right? It's kind of like I, I took a writing class for a while and and sometimes I would you know chant. So we also you know you did you grow up in the ashram or your parents were a part of the ashram and you did you grow up in it ex- exactly? Yeah, yeah.
1: Gurmai gave me my name, Shakti my middle name.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Before I was born, actually, while I was still in the womb. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was very much a part of my every, well, every weekend we would be there, all summers we'd be up there. Um, So a lot of those teachings definitely inform my writing, um, my being um, in general. But I think that, you know, once we got, once I got to high school, we started going less and, you know, yoga, meditation, chanting, all these things were sort of taboo at that time and Mm. I didn't really feel like I was in a place where like that was a part of me that I could share even though I'm sure Mm. it it would be fine, but um, I started exploring different ways of getting in touch with that same state of presence and wholeness and connectedness to others. Mm -hmm. Um, I always felt, I always felt at peace there, I always felt seen there. And that was also super important. Um, So yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, chanted and meditated, I did lots of intensives. Um, Mm -hmm. The practice sort of, you know, um, drooped a little bit in high school. And then when I got back into um, college, that was the only thing that I was concerned about getting back in touch with myself
0: um, and knowledge self education yeah that's beautiful what does Shakti mean for people that don't know and um how would you yeah how would you how would you describe it like um you know maybe in words but also yeah like uh, any other ways that like what what does Shakti kind of bring up for you just just the word itself and obviously it's a part of your name (laughs) but you know I I feel (laughs) such a strong connection to it in so many different ways that are hard to describe so I always love hearing other people's kind of experience or, or knowledge around that um, so Shakti yeah it's it's many things it's um, you know that primordial
1: divine wisdom playfulness within us all it's that aspect of creation that is never ending and always becoming mm-hmm. um, I guess that's how I describe it but you know yeah, when you talk fun they'll have you know a definition Obviously, I'm not as steeped in the Hindu tradition as many others. um, So I'm Mm -hmm. sure they would have a very different definition as well. Um, But that's always what it's meant to me. And I've Mm -hmm. always wondered why I've been given that name. And so Mm -hmm. I feel that's also been sort of my lifelong search, like, Mm -hmm. harnessing that power I know that's Mm -hmm. in there, you know, Mm -hmm. and and finding ways to bring that out into the world into a a positive
0: space. yeah Yeah. that's so beautiful (laughs) yeah thank you for sharing that I feel I love what you said about um and someone else wrote fear is fuel you know and 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 really harnessing that that power you know and there's something very um like in the senses about it you know like there's a there's like a, a there's like a sound to Shakti and there's like a smell to it you know like it, and there's a there's an aliveness to it, you know, which is very different than, and I think part of why I was really drawn to Yeah. Like Eastern, you know, um, philosophy, but also practice, like the things we're talking about like meditation and, and chanting and, and these things, because it was something that was just so directly, like I could directly experience it in a way that was very different than, you know, how I was raised going to church and just like repeating these prayers and not actually feeling anything and not, I think we 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 feed off of each other, like creatively, but also in our connection to divinity, you know. And 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 when we're all kind of just like heads walking around, disconnected from our bodies, you know, it's it's there's there's nothing to connect to, you know. It's except for what's what's in the mind, which is beautiful, but also limited, as we know. And I, I find that, um, you know, your ability and some of your writing, um, and poetry that I I've, I've been so moved by is that there is that um it's like, it is the, it's like the, the way that your body kind of translates through it, you know, because I know for me as a writer and and as a healer, and you know, there's, there's these ways of like, when I sing, for example, like if I'm chanting, Mm -hmm. it comes from this place in my body that I don't really, I can't explain, you know, and sometimes when I'm writing, it's like, it is very mental, you know, and, and it's like, and and every once in a while, like something comes out, and you're like, ooh, you know, like I feel like that is like more rooted in something in my body. But like what? But like it's almost like a, a really beautiful way, and and why I encourage anybody to, to write. You know, I mean, you're obviously like part of your dharma is is a, is to be a poet, is to be a writer, is to be a performer of these in this way. Um, and I think as as a tool for for everyone. You know, I love. hearing what people write, you know, just in even spontaneous writing. And um, the other day, in our mentorship, I had everyone, you know, write on this prompt, and then send me a voice memo of them reading it slowly. And Mm. I was just like, like, every single, you know, there's five women. And it's like, each one I'm getting, I'm like, Oh, my goddess, like, this is amazing. Like, it's like, so powerful what's in us, you know, so um, I'd love to, yeah, like, Could you share a little bit more about, um, you know, the performative side of things and how the, the, our ability, I love that you made that connection between like being a, being a server being somebody who's, you know, in the working, you know, in a, in a work environment where you kind of have to like put on this performance in a way, you know, and how that can also apply to us really embodying a sense of, of connection to our truth and, and who we are inside, including our, our shadow side. And I know for me, mm-hmm. that performative piece, um, and I've learned it through, like, I think we talked about this through kind of embodied astrology work mm-hmm. of like being able to kind of allow yourself to be inside of these different parts of us that we might not like, you know, or that might actually like not be useful <laughs> in our lives. But at the same time, like there's certain parts of us that like, we, we, we have to learn to accept as opposed to always trying to change, you know, like some things we just, they're a part of who we are as these personalities, you know? And, and so, um, how have you found, you know, performing and, and the performative arts to be a way of, of really expressing yourself more fully as, as a whole being, you know, that has both Positive and light parts, and also shadow, and and parts that you know could maybe potentially cause suffering and and things like that. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I I've like suffered from
1: depression my whole life. That's like sort mm-hmm. of an a sadness. There's a cloud of that always sort of lingering around. Um, and before I thought, oh, well, like I, I really need to be, well, we all, everyone needs therapy. Everyone should go to therapy. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> I'm like, always I like,
0: go everybody. <laughs> for but sure.
1: At like traditional methods of going to seek someone else, something outside of myself to help heal something within myself. Um, and so I feel like writing obviously became a great container for some of these darker emotions but it also allowed me to sort of i just feel like the rejection of our darkness kind of feeds our darkness like by rejecting rejecting sadness or anger or um you know jealousy any of these sort of like darker shadow emotions um we all actually are feeding them even more um so like learning to sort of accept them be like okay i feel sad today that's okay but how can i move forward from this um, and that's the step that everyone's like, okay, well, how do you do You know, like, how do you switch yeah. that? And so I am so blessed. Um, I feel like we're all creative beings, but I'm so blessed to have been able to find my, my thing, my, my way of displaying and expressing my authentic self. Um, and so through writing, I was able to sort of work. I, I can work through those, those darker aspects of myself and I can see Beauty within them Um, and it gives more meaning to all of the positive and all of the light aspects of life and and reality Um, Mm -hmm. and you know by not rejecting it and starting to embrace it I could finally start healing rather than splitting myself further and fracturing myself further I could finally start healing like okay so I know this exists within in me i can recognize it and i can let it not consume me um and i think mm-hmm. that's the hard part yours <laughs> before that was like the hardest thing for me to do how do i not let this consume me and writing mm-hmm. through it is always wonderful but also finding other ways to play and to get in touch yeah. with you know your body's language languages and cells you might not have experienced before you know yeah. i took ballet class you know as a 21 year old like why not or, yeah. yeah. Finding an instrument, even though I don't play well, I'll fiddle around on the piano or, or the guitar. You know like giving yourself opportunities to play and make mistakes and to fail. And um like we have to be okay with that sometimes. It's all learning. We're all
0: moving towards that path. But what and I'm I think inside of our the heaviness of depression can be that feeling of like the deep, deep failure, the deep like fear of failing, you know, of of making a mistake and like the trauma of like what that means and what that could mean and what that meant for our ancestors or are the, you know what I mean? Like there's so much. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that you're naming that just that willingness to like, just, yeah. And I, I can really relate to that, especially, yeah. Just picking up the guitar and singing, making it's like, the the freedom in that is is so it's it's so healing it's so potent yeah yeah literally
1: putting a song on and having a dance party in your room that's like the greatest medicine ever
0: yeah um, yeah but yeah
1: when it comes to performance like I feel like that's when I am most myself and mm-hmm. I'm not actually performing. Um, mm-hmm. No, I guess that's a strange thing—a strange, like, psychology to think about. But like, no, 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 I can complete most home in my own words, and um, I feel like I'm, I'm fully myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, performance, and that's why it's been sad, like this past year. And I mean, my husband and I—we've moved quite a bit, so it's been a while since I've been performing, Um, and Mm -hmm. it's definitely part of myself that you know it's hard to not do it um yeah. but yeah in a way for me performing is is healing because I'm also
0: on that edge always like I am a nervous wreck before yeah. any performer. I was going to ask you that i was going to ask always, you like what your experience of that is if you feel like comfortable or if it is like an edge oh my god no it's the worst discomfort ever <laughs> yeah yeah but um,
1: there's something about that nervous energy that like really, I don't know how to explain it. It just like gets your fire going and and um, suddenly you're so vulnerable, but so strong at the same time. And I know I've talked to a few of my friends and they've definitely expressed that, like watching me perform. It's like this very inner thing that we're like, but it's also outer like it's very it's vulnerable but strong it's it's magic but so just like you know so real simultaneously um so human it's so human it's yeah, so human. It's yeah so human. and
0: it's so magical i think there's so much magic inside us and i i think that that's what you're naming yeah. and, and what you're speaking to so beautifully and and i can completely relate to that experience of like, I feel, I feel like my, I feel the most comfortable or I feel like the most myself when I'm like performing in some way, but there's some kind of like, like spiritual, like secret in that or something like, and not spiritual meaning like transcending the body necessarily, but transcending the, 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 the mundane or the, the realities that we come to know that are just habitual, right? There's something Mm -hmm. about being in that edge that I think a lot of us are used to having that kind of feeling of um, nervousness or the the deep vulnerability and the the chaos that can kind of come with that in negative Mm. ways in our relationships and our whatever the ways we are hard on ourselves and we're kind of used to that inner chaos and I think that when we find those ways or we just practice exploring different ways of experiencing that and having a positive outcome having like anybody be like, thank you like wow you know like that meant so much to me you know even if it's one other person it's like it really helps us to kind of rewire these ways that we've come to believe that what we have to give isn't good enough you know and and i think that there's so much in there um yeah there's so much in there around that so thank Mm -hmm. you i love i love listening to you and i i really you know i just really appreciate the it's it's rare because it's, and sometimes it's hard to talk about, you know, when we're talking about these things that are so, like you said, they're so, um, they're so tender and they're so vulnerable, but yet they're so fierce and they're so strong, you know, and that, that, that power in that vulnerability, it's like, it's such medicine, you know, that moment of going to perform and being like, <gasps> like I could just totally <laughs> like go out there and just like, paint my pants and like I don't know, you know, like I don't even know what could happen. Like it's just like it could like what could happen. You know, there's something in us, I think, as humans, that we really we value like that that authenticity and that not knowing. But you know, we're also so we know we also experience pain in that um, in other moments of our life. So it takes you know, I think it we find courage in those moments. I think is what's happening as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. We feel most human and most alive in those moments. I think someone wrote in here that anxiety is just repressive lightness. I can't read it now. It's moved out. All the repressive lightness we hold. All the repressive lightness we hold. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I love that. Daisy. Yes.
0: Thank you. And Whitney says, I'm curious about the physical embodiment connected to writing that you were about to touch on earlier, the physical embodiment connected to writing.
1: Mm, Physical embodiment connected to writing. Well, I just feel like the core of ourselves resides outside of language. So um, writing is a very difficult exercise, actually. Um And just trying to really transmute, especially because my writing is so emotional based, to transmute these things that are outside of language into language and still have them hold the same type of meaning, and I feel like that 's why I like to perform my words so much, so that I can sort of manifest that physical embodiment, like you know there 's a certain way in which i 've written the poem that 's the way I speak you know. It's sort of storytelling based um and I don't know I guess I felt marooned in the world of words for so long and taking dance classes and performance classes really actually inspired me to find new ways of speaking um and experiment with language in a whole new way and um I mean, obviously, there are certain authors that also, you know, I have, like, a lot of respect for the beat poets, obviously. I love Samuel Beckett, um, just talking about the insanity of language and creation of language and creating your own language. um,
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And how that's never limited. You know, there are new words being added to the dictionary every day. So, you know, and, you know, when we speak, we tell the stories of ourselves. And, um, you know, we... (laughs) We're put into language, so we have to use it. And um, I, I find that words, as much as they can be freeing, can also be limiting. Um, so for me, it's been this like this balancing act of, of figuring out, like, you know, like what would my arm say today, or like, you know, what would this cr- my shoulder say today? You know, um, just sort of. Uh, changing the perspective um mm. so in terms of the physical embodiment of language for me it's inherent in in, in my poetry i feel and mm. um that's why i've been trying to figure out like what is the best vessel what is the best way to to bring this into the world to share it with the world and mm. i mean obviously i'm now in the process of publishing this new book um mm. the love Letter. And that was a visual poem and in collaboration with this uh, Lithuanian illustrator based in Norway. And so it was a mix, very Be Here Now vibes. So like word and illustration are weaved together. And I loved mm. having that conversation. Mm. And that also manifested a totally different embodiment of the words, that, you know, mm. in itself. So I, I love to have this interaction and I feel mm. like that's where, you know, where language can really, um Oh, gosh, now I'm losing my train of thought. But where language can really transcend and get into mm-hmm. your body rather than just something that you're, like, listening to or, oh, that's nice, you know, things yeah. that force you to sort of face yourself. So, um, yeah, I guess that <laughs> that's what I would mean by
0: physical embodiment of language. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. And, and to feel like it's, like, almost like a training in being able to really, like feel things that we didn't know we felt. You know, I know for me, poetry and, and music and, and seeing a performance, it's like it, it, it awakens something, but it also can connect us into this present moment that can sometimes otherwise it be unbearable to hold on our own, you know, like to open to the moment is intense. If you're, I mean, at least for me, yeah. is. I could cry just thinking about it. It's like super intense and I think when, when 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 others and when we come together right in a place where we're we're willing to kind of sense and feel things and how what you're sharing lands in me and as I'm listening to it and just you know holding space but also listening to your experience as something that is separate from mine that is something that I can learn and grow from you know there's so much I think um healing just in that experience alone you know and and I love what you're sharing of the the way your arm like what what does your arm and you know a lot of the somatic work that that i do is like that too where it's like oh i'm having this feeling right here you know in my throat and like well, what is this feeling that i'm having and you know if i hold it like how does it how what would it say to my hand you know what i mean it's not just what is limited to what we can explain in our stories and our history but that's all there, but it's also in this moment, you know, feeling mm-hmm. and, and how deeply that's available, which kind of changes everything in my experience. And it's oftentimes really hard for us to get to because it's so tender, you know, it's so beautiful. One of yeah. the, one of the performative moments that changed my life. I was on a retreat and the, with a, a one of my teachers and friends, her name's Heidi, Rose Robbins. And she had asked me to, you know, they put on music and 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 it, she had asked me to, you know, embody what it feels like to crave um, a partner. Like at the time, you know, I was single and, and the, the desire for partnership. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she like, they put on this music. And at first I was like, God, this is so uncomfortable. Like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like you have that moment where you're like, I don't know. And you're kind of like, get mad at her for even asking me to do something like that. And, you know, you go through all these feelings, right? And then all of a sudden I just, you know, I got like taken over by this, like this energy, you know? And it was just, and it came through and, and it was fucking intense. And I was just like, at some, it was so primal, you know, at some point I like just turned into an animal, you know? Cause I was like, wait, this is a fucking primal desire. You know and like yes it's intense and no it's not just oh, i'm like a needy person that needs that wants like that isn't worthy if i don't have a partnership it's not just that sure that's maybe part of the story but part of the story is this is a primal desire you know and like how much life is in that like there's life in the primal desire and there's like life sucking energy and all the stuff that comes up around it almost you know but like getting to the root of like just the desire itself right and I I feel that in your poems and in your poetry and in your being you know there's there's so much of just that the pulsation of that pure desire you know which is I think sometimes in spiritual worlds kind of like you know we put it to the side because desire means suffering and you know that yes it does mean suffering and and it (laughs) means life too right you know it's like how we can't escape it obviously I mean if we're gonna choose to stay here in these bodies, we're not we can't escape it. So like how yeah. do we use it. Right? We're having spiritual
1: beings having a human experience. Like we need to be in our bodies. Desire is part of us. It's not something to be like, Oh gosh, yeah. And it also is just the emotion itself, feeling and reveling in those emotions in themselves. And I feel like that's you know, with my poetry, with my performance, like, it's just an invitation to be here now as you are, as, you know, however you want to be, just be here now with me. Um, and I feel like that's really hard in our society, especially with things like social media, And you know, there are so many ways to like project the self and to not be present. Um, and I'm guilty of them, we all are, you know, but there's also, you know just this desire that there's more you know there's more and that connection is the root conversation is our purpose in life and the connection is root of all desire and um i just feel like that's something that's really to be honored um and i feel like you know the more that we we do this inner work the more that our outer world will start to reflect like you know we're all humans that's all I'll say about our current state of the world but we are all humans um and that needs to definitely be respected so yeah
0: yeah absolutely and I think when it comes to things like depression you know you mentioned that and I can also relate to that and I know a lot of people can of like just how much can happen when you're just deeply seen you know in this way that you're kind of naming where it's like to be really seen and felt and also just validated. You know what I mean? It's like, there's been so many ways that we've been conditioned in our our lives and, you know, our, all the things, you know, that I think has really kind of pushed us more and more into this kind of more isolated way of being where we think we shouldn't even need the validation of another person. And I don't think that that's true at all. I mean, I don't, and I don't even want that to be true. I mean, and I know like I've been kind of subtly taught that or something, or or I was misinformed in some way around that at some point where, you know, I I really, yeah, I value that so much. And, and I hear that in what you're sharing for sure. So i love, you know, your, you mentioned your new book, the love letter and I was, that was how I first like found you. And I read that and I, I read your, you know, you were doing, um, you were fundraising for it and I was just like, Oh you know there was there was so much um there's so much there and and I would love if you would just maybe yeah, you shared a little bit about how it came how it came into existence into manifestation, but if you would share um i know it's a, the whole book itself is is a long poem right is that the the format
1: yeah, so it's one long poem that was actually originally composed from a series of text messages I sent my now husband um when we were courting each other during our first year um and i think but the more i realized it was really a letter to myself and embracing all aspects of myself both the dark and light aspects um and just like a celebration of my own multiplicity um so you know i i i call it my heart speech um and I don't feel like it's limited to me or my husband but it's just words that have really provided me with um with sanctuary when I when I've needed it um it's a reminder of of how limitless our own potential is um and a reminder of our own innate power mm-hmm. um so yeah it's now in the production process I'm really hyped uh we just my husband and i just designed a cover um we hired a designer to um do the finished product it's oh, about that's ages of of word and image um together it's, i don't know if i have a copy i have a few images here here we go here's one mm. so these Postcards as as a reward. I, I we're self publishing, so I, I did all of this work on Kickstarter. So these are little Beautiful. postcards. Some of the pages from the book. Amazing. you see them?
0: Yeah, I love the. You know, I I yeah, I love the the design of it as well.
1: Yeah, it's nothing that could ever come out of my brain. Um, <laughs> I mean, as I get older, I'm seeing more as a visual person, but I never really conceived of myself as that. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's really exciting. I, you know, every time I look at these drawings, something new comes to me. It's always sparking new meaning. Um, I would love to live in her imaginative world for my entire life. It's really beautiful. (laughs) Added a whole new layer of, of meaning and intention to the words, but really it just explores, you know, the foundation of compassion. Um. I mean that that's what it is in its essence. It's been such a unique blessing to be able to work on this project and to give it all of the love and attention that it needed and and deserved to really take flight and it really revealed to me the power of community. And we are nothing without others. Um, I'm so, so grateful, all of these folks. Um, I can see my family, all of my backers. Um, yeah, it it was really overwhelming and moving. Um, so yeah, so I'm really excited to share that with the
0: world. Uh, I can definitely do an excerpt of it if you'd like. Yeah, i love that. I was gonna ask if you don't feel like it takes away from it at all, if you would share some of it. I know, yeah, I'd be so happy to Receive that it's
1: so long <laughs> um let me let me think about what part i'll do yeah because maybe yeah. i'll usually
0: i'll start at the beginning but now i'm kind of like and you said wait. just because the internet cut out a little bit i just want to say these were you said originally text messages that you were sending to your that your your partner then yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> Beautiful.
1: yeah. Love a love letter for sure um yeah so they were text messages my when I met my um now husband I was so inspired I don't know you know love is yeah. love is inspiring and transformative and and all of that but we would just send each other text messages daily and I like if you text with me I, I write paragraph long text messages <laughs> yeah it's a lot but you know we text back and forth daily and then you know I started looking back through all of them and I'm like what am I doing? Like, this could be—you know—this could transform into something so much more. So, um, mm. obviously, writing around, but a lot of the the main foundation, the meat of the poem, is, is all from those text messages that I
0: sent. Yeah, mm. so um, good. I love that you sent paragraph long text messages. I can relate to that. Oh. Do you know, what is your? Do you know your astrology, like your sun, moon, rising signs? I am a Pisces,
1: first and foremost. Makes sense. And um, I'm, I'm a Taurus, Taurus. Um, ooh,
0: okay, beautiful. <laughs> makes sense, yeah. I'm a Taurus, so I could... And my Venus is in Pisces, so that's why I'm like, ooh, I love you, I just want more. <laughs> I could totally sink into those places. Yeah, I love that. Pisces makes a lot of sense, given your... You know your beautiful poetic nature and um ability to express and the, the deep emotion that we all feel somewhere but that we can't always reach yeah so thank you for yeah. doing that feeling all feeling <laughs>
1: um okay let's see all right so i'll i'll, I'll read the the middle section <clears throat> great Each morning we wake, but we should be more concerned about rising. The seconds between opening eyes and walking out front door pass almost imperceptibly yet. One experiences the struggles of a lifetime. It makes the day worth living. How do we use this knowledge to make this day different? To allow ourselves to embrace the spirits of the conquerors we are? How do we use these battles as ships of strength? No, you are the master of your own destiny, and destiny unfolds in its own time, patience. We must stand our ground. Each day holds years of evolution. It's all opening arms to process, even when it reeks doubt, for doubt is only fear of questions, and questions keep this world spinning, balance, access. The meaning of life rests not in this outer world. It is the very essence of your being, the power to triumph. Hold on to hope within you. You must find that place of peace where all is right with the world, no matter what the circumstance. That oasis is always available. Let chaos wash over like the tide and draw from that place of stillness rooted in your very soul to guide. Let our love lift you over the pettiness of day-to-day. See each new sun, another opportunity for revelation to come closer to that inner genius you hold. All answers, listen to heart. It is then, no matter where you find yourself, you are home, let love be your home.
0: Beautiful, thank you so much. Thank you. I love the the image of the the battlefield and, and, and just, you know, that, you know, I love receiving poetry that that like comes so deeply from the heart and from the body because it's almost like it feels like a a spiritual practice in itself to me you know to feel and to listen you know and to notice like what where in those moments was i not able to just like fully listen and where you know and how much of that could i fully absorb and and it's so it's so potent to me um to be available in that way you know and i yeah so thank you it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you working on now? I, I saw um on your website, I don't know if it's still so relevant, but I saw something on there about a tarot deck that definitely caught my, my eye, but I was like, I'm curious, you know, what are you, yeah. What's, what's coming up for you these days and, and um, how you're feeling around, you know, the, the creative process and where it's at for you right now. Uh
1: um, yeah, so right now I'm sort of in between projects. Well, not really. I'm working on a chapbook called Nuda Veritas. Um, that's some of the poetry performances that you saw in there. Those are all part of the chapbook. Um, so currently I'm working on that. I'm trying to write a few more poems, see what comes out. Um, yes, I recently, like within the past year, really found a love of tarot and uh, mm. I just got tarot deck from Tasha and I felt really inspired Uh, it's absolutely beautiful Um, and I hadn't found a deck that I really uh, resonated with yet Um, my mom had a Rider wave. I actually still have a Rider Waithe tarot deck um actually the magician card is missing so I don't know what that means (laughs) I found my own deck and then I, I really got inspired beating um, his explanations of wanting to create my own sort of portrait of Mm -hmm. um, these larger archetypes and constructs um, Mm -hmm. that reveal, you know, um, reveal what's hidden within ourselves. Like that's what I feel like really is. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, on that, I have the chapbook and then yeah, I wanna work on something a little bit longer. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm also in the process of writing a novel um, which deals with past lives, I can't really say too much about it, but um yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Beautiful>. <laughs> yeah. Are on the horizon um, and I don't know. I feel like after this whole campaign, I was like, well, maybe I need to just take a break and and do some other stuff, So I've been like hitting my punching bag, I've been doing a lot of dancing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, been getting yeah. into other media that are more playful rather than um. Yeah. Therapeutic, or you know, whatever you want to call it, the act of writing is very involved and it yeah. takes a lot, too, even though um you know it also gives you a lot of it life and energy, especially as it just is my craft. I, I like to experiment with some other things, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's yeah. sort of what's happening right now.
0: Um, yeah, I love what what you were saying of, um, you know, the the piece of like, not you, you mentioned this earlier, and I kind of like bookmarked it and then but of just not and it just yesterday was had had this feeling around this similar sentiment around not like allowing things to move us as opposed to be consumed, you know, in inside of them, right. And, and I and I experienced that for sure with, with dance and with movement, because uh, after years of learning uh, meditation, you know, and, and from, you know, that same, you know, lineage that, that you've learned from and, and having these deep experiences internally, you know, coming up to a point where whatever phase I was in of my own sadhana and of my own healing of my own life, it was too painful to just sit in there and to just like, and I couldn't like, I just couldn't connect in the same way that I could for years, you know, and it was very scary. And it was very, um it was deep. And it was really painful. And that was the feeling was that i have to move my body i can't just sit in this and i can't just let i i just can't anymore i ha- i'm going to be consumed unless i move with this unless i unless i you know move with this energy right or right with this energy and and I, and i find that it's very connected to our inner child and our inner children you know and and the ways that like they just cause they they wreak havoc and they cause chaos and they're like and they're beautiful and they're creative and they're playful and they're magical just like any child. Right. But they're also like, they're, they're, they're expressing things that, or that we can express things, that they never really could handle expressing. Right. So there's like this interesting Mm -hmm. connection between all of that. So I just wanted to, to name that, you know, because I think Mm -hmm. I, I like in, in a lot of the things that you share and I love that. Um, and you share it seemingly on the other side, right? It feels so effortless, you know, but I know the, the, you know, the wrestling that we all have to do when we're, when we're, you know, connecting to our ability to create and to make impact in in these kinds of ways that have to do with our, um, our insides kind of coming out, you know? Um, so are you still there? It looks like it paused a little bit, but I wanted to, um, read another little piece of something that I found, but I want to make sure, oh maybe, okay, she'll probably come back, but I wanted to read this piece um, around one of the things that um, Faith was just talking about, um, a piece that she's working on, and what it's about, because I loved um, reading it earlier, so let me just, I okay, Okay. sorry,
1: my phone just overheated, too much Shakti in this conversation, (laughs)
0: So now I want my iPad. We'll see how long it lasts. Okay. And if we get a cut off, <laughs> end, I, I feel like we've had a very juicy and fruitful conversation that, you know, and, and part of this, we're going to, you know, edit and, and make into a, a podcast episode so people can, for sure, will be listening there as well. So um, it's no big deal. But I wanted to read the, um, the what you had mentioned that you were working on um, based on the Klimt's paintings. And... Um, yeah, and I, I loved what what you had written there. And if it's okay with you, I would love to read just the the premise of it, because um, I felt very, you know, it felt very good to read that. So maybe I can read this, and and we can just um yeah, just close close sure. with this. And if there's anything else, of course. And I want people you to also share for sure after this how people could um could purchase your the the love letter um that's available yeah okay so it says to all to those who feel it all all at once you said that before as well as a woman of color in the united states the state of otherness becomes you at birth removed from your core self you assimilate to a world that is not your own told indirectly or directly that you are somehow less than devalued by a system said to protect you. It is this psychological warfare, this experience of daily otherness, which renders finding love for oneself a seemingly impossible task. Never really feeling like you belong anywhere with the ability to be truly you without reservation. At first, love is sought through others, begetting anger, confusion, self-loathing and despair. As the self work begins, we discover the source of the problem no longer resides without but has seated itself within. These broken tales we weave perpetuated by ignorance and apathy, false assumptions and hate. And so begins the process of transformation. To heal, to love, we must recondition our consciousness to embrace all aspects of the self, to not be embarrassed by our emotions and unique sense of intuition. We must learn to let go of the thought that something is wrong with us so we can start to love ourselves for who we are as we are. As the inner world evolves, the outer world expands. We don't need to seek love because we are love and that energy is infectious. Compassion begins within. When we begin to see that we are all citizens of this earth, that we are all emotional beings governed by the same laws of the universe, that our diversity is what makes us vibrant species. That our seeming opposites are actual fuel for creation. When we begin to recognize ourselves in each other, no matter the illusion of difference, we remember the very simple fact of life. All we are, all we all want is to live, to walk in our truth, to bear our souls proudly, to seek to better ourselves and through extension our world. I hope these words act as a container for feelings of hopelessness and unworthiness, setting your soul aglow. From the inside out, Faith Shakti Heiliger. <laughs> so beautiful. <sighs> so thank you so much for just yeah. yeah everything that you are, and you know for, for also just coming on and, and sharing you know with us. I'm, I'm really grateful. And if you'd like to just share ways that um, people can find you and find your work and um, get your book and just yeah really support you and and your. Expression. I know it's it's so valuable um, for sure. And this well, I'm especially. So grateful to you. Thank you so much for
1: having me. Yeah. This has been wonderful. I'm happy to have these pops anytime you'd like. Um, mm-hmm. but I just love how this universe has brought us together. It seems so random and so beautiful and so perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so the book is <clears throat> right now in the design process i expect it's going to come out with the new year so let's kick off 21 2021 with a bang hopefully some beautiful blessings to flow next year i'm ready i'm ready Um, So yeah, uh, I'll definitely be putting on my social media once the book is released, where the copies will be available for sale. Um, Definitely going to be contacting some bookstores, but you'll be able to purchase them for me directly as well. Um, Right now, yeah, follow me, Rawfish, or Solely Spoken Soul, that's only Poetics. Um, You can read a bunch of my poetry on there. You can see me perform. Um, I did a whole series with Canutas Veritas um where i paired it with some of my favorite music um yeah, it's <laughs> obviously so good I don't write the, the music it's not you know but just people who inspired me and um yeah um and then yeah i mean yeah if you want to donate or whatever uh you know i have paypal or venmo um right. you're more than welcome to send me funds to continue doing this work um but I'm just so grateful for the platform to speak. And that's all I ever really want. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, I hope something that I said resonated with you or struck a chord inspires you to um, just go forth into the world, being your beautiful, unique, vibrant self. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you again, this was really fun. <laughs>
0: beautiful thank you so much um yeah i feel um yeah just super blessed so thank you and for sure um also your website is immortalmadness.com so people can find all the things about you there and it's such a vortex we were all up in it this morning i was playing it and my partner's like who is that i was like look at this and you know we were like totally loving loving it so for sure and i i know that donating to artists also is just it's such i i love doing that and, and it's just It's important for us to all really support each other in that way too. So thanks again, Fee.
1: Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Lots of love.
0: Bye. Lots of love. Bye. Okay. Thank you so much, friends, for joining us on this episode of Soul Crush. You can find us on instagram at art of loving please send us any questions insights you may have inspirations for guests and feel free to share this podcast with any of your friends and loved ones we're sending you so much love respect and healing energy to your journey and to all that you are becoming